Welcome to Walkinverse. We're going to expose tyranny and share the truth. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Well, hello and welcome back, my friends. Today, I'm going to discuss religion, actually a verse. And the reason being is because last time I posted something, someone told me to take my religion and stick it up my backside. Well, that's interesting because I'm not really religious. I believe in God and I believe in spirituality. We'll leave it there for now. The verse I want to hit on is Deuteronomy 32, 39. And the reason is today so many preachers sit and just lie to people. And it's really for control. If you try to challenge their their sayings, they will ask you to leave their church, which actually happened to me on multiple occasions. Before I get started, what I want you to consider is that when you read the English translation, for example, the word man, it doesn't really say man. It's an aleph, a dalit, and a memsafid. And when you take that word and look at it, it has much more richer meaning. The aleph consists of two letters, the vav and the yod. So what it's saying is that whenever you see this letter, it connects the upper world with the lower world. In other words, it connects God with man. The Dalit is a doorway, and it's how you move through. So with God, you can move, and then the Mem can represent water or blood. So with God, man has life or man has birth. He can move on to the next generation. If you take God away from man, take the Aleph, you have the word Dam, Dalit Mem Safit, which could also mean death. The point I'm making here is that when you look at the English by itself, by the English teacher, preacher, whatever you want to call them, they don't show you these little nuances in order to keep you trapped in a single mindset. It's called control. So in Deuteronomy 32, 39, is it God who kills or is it something else? The verse says this, quote, See that now I, even I am he, and there is no other God with me. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. Neither is there any God that can deliver you out of my hand. So the Western preacher uses this verse to say, look, God hates, he kills, he murders, and so forth. But the question is, is that true? Does God kill or is it something else? In order to find out, let's think a little differently. So I want to peek a little bit deeper into the wisdom within this verse. When we first look at these words, we come across the verb muth. It's an action word which does imply kill, put to death, or execute. So again, I can hear the modern-day preacher say, see, I told you it's God that's killing. Okay, fine. Therefore, is it actually God who kills that the preacher man is claiming? Or again, I'm going to say it again, is it something else? Could it be figurative? Because a lot of times when you read the Old and New Testament, or the original Testament and the New, it's done through uh, metaphors or allegorical. So with this new us on mine, what if it wasn't God who killed? What if it was you? And you're probably thinking to yourself saying, what are you talking about, dude? How the heck can I kill myself? Well, it's actually quite simple. It's through your subconscious mind. You remember the saying back when you were a kid, maybe your grandma told you, your parents told you, they always said, you are what you believe. And that's the actual key to unlock this verse because it's what you think becomes your reality. So therefore, you have a subconscious and a conscious mind. Well, the captain of a ship, for example, is your conscious mind. It gives orders to the crew. And if you give bad orders to your crew, even when the captain is sleeping, what happens? Well, the ship can go off course and just crash, right? Total havoc. But if the crew receives good orders, then what happens? Well, you get to live to sell another day. So with that in mind, 
If you replace the word I and he with conscious and subconscious mind, now the verse may become a little bit clearer, which it is about your thoughts, which can lead to your demise or your health or prosperity, right? So when you claim you can't do fill in the blank, you know, I can't be rich, I can't, you know, uh, get well, I'm sick, or I have this wrong with me, or I have that wrong with me, what's going to happen? Your subconscious mind is going to make that become your reality. So the things that you claim become real. So then when you fill your mind with positive inputs, it plants a seed of life into your subconsciousness, and you become alive. Because you received what you seek, which was what? Happiness, harmony, and peace. But if you plant the seed of demise, sickness, death, agony, pain, what happens? You become that. In Matthew 21, 22, it states, Whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, that's the key, you shall receive. Once your eyes are open to these truths, they can't be unseen. So if you go back and reread Deuteronomy 32:39 with this concept in mind, it reads as follows. My negative thoughts kill me. They lead to my destruction. My positive thinking makes me come alive. When I tell myself I have this disease, I am wounded by the tragedy in which I claim for myself. But if I tell my subconscious mind to heal me, it heals my body, for it created me with the divine wisdom of God, and none can deliver me out of my own head, my conscious mind, or my subconscious. Therefore, be very careful what you ask for and what you state. Because remember, if you go back to Genesis, God spoke things into existence. So that means words are what create. And they're continually creating. Every 20 days, your body replaces itself, which means you become a new person. So if you keep feeding yourself with negativity for 20 days, you wake up as even worse position than you were before the 20 days. But here's a kicker. If you fill your mind with positivity, guess what? You become a new person in those 20 days and life starts to look pretty darn good. So then with that being said, the next time you're about to proclaim anything negative about yourself or anything, stop in your tracks and instead complete the sentence with something positive. Thoughts of harmony, peace, and happiness. And you will definitely see your life blossom. If you enjoyed this little podcast here today, please like it, share it on other your social channels. If you're on Apple or Spotify, give it a like or a comment. I'd really appreciate it because without you, this podcast can't grow. And I want to thank you again for listening. And just a quick update, I'm trying to rebuild my website, walkinverse.com. And the reason being is because we're seeing more censorship across all social channels, even now podcasts, which is completely crazy. So I'm trying to bring it back online and I hope to have more podcasts for you shortly. Regardless, thank you again for tuning in and listening. And please share this with everybody that you can. Because without you, Walkinverse doesn't exist. Thanks a lot. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider a membership at $5 a month. You'll gain access to all past, present, and future e-reports and books, as well as member-only content. The link is in the description of the episode. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email at walkinverse at protonmail.com. W-A-L-K-I-N-V-E-R-S-E at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. And until next time, keep the faith, stay safe, and peace.